listening to the best damn podcast that the internet has to offer. From the Sniper of Snipers. They talk about my one-taps. The Gamer of Gamers. Hail to the King, baby. And the best damn charity streamer that the world has ever known. Get back to work, you slacker. That's right. This is the Clock Nine Show. Now, I would like to introduce the one, the only, me. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. I cannot believe how many episodes we're in. I feel like we just launched this thing recently, which we kind of have just been a couple months, but we have been knocking out episodes left and right. Uh, thank you guys for all the reviews. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I know you guys are tired of hearing me say that, but I really do appreciate it. When you guys leave reviews and you guys share the podcast with your friends, it really helps the podcast grow, and it's continuing to grow, which is amazing. So... I wanted to get into this. I wanted to give it a little bit first to actually truly get in and try the game. And, you know, I want to really assess my thoughts and feelings on this game. So the game is New World. New World is a brand new MMORPG. If you don't know what MMO stands for, it's a massive multiplayer online game. RPG stands for role-playing game. If you have ever played... you've ever played... Elder Scrolls, Skyrim, World of Warcraft, you know what I'm talking about. But this game brings some amazing features to it, man. This game is absolutely addicting. Uh, when the beta came out, I played probably about eight hours of it. I got to like level seven and I stopped. I got the feeling of it. I was like, okay, this game actually seems pretty fun. Uh, it feels pretty good, but I'm not going to waste my time on a beta because you don't get to save anything. So it's like people put like hundreds of hours into it because it was so much fun, but get it started all over when the game released anyways they pushed the game back a month which i love i love i love when games push themselves back because they realize there's a problem with the game and they're not going to have another cyber, cyberpunk episode where the game's released really badly and kind of tanks the game from the get-go so a uh, new world came out uh the launch was way bigger than expected absolutely insane you know they already kind of knew what they were expecting with the pre-orders but they were not expecting day one orders the way they got them I mean, they had to open. So when you go on to New World, you will see on the left-hand side what region you want to pick. And on the region, there's a bunch of different worlds or servers. Uh, they call them worlds. Um, my understanding, I'm not 100% on this, but this is what I've been told by multiple people. There's only about like 3,000 people on the server at a time. Um, you know, so, you know, you we had to wait. So... I was joining all the old realm people on Kalnagor on US East servers, even though I'm US West, it's US East servers. And they were gonna go to uh, Valhalla first, that's about the server, but it got overloaded so fast. So they went to Kalnagor, which was a un really not populated server. And by the time they all got there, everyone else went there too. So by the time I got home to create my character, I was stuck in a queue of like 1300 people and it took me four and a half hours to get in. I know crazy, right? I mean, we see that happen with world of Warcraft. There's how they have an expansion, 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 or, you know, new release, whatever it, there's queue times, you know, servers are overloaded, but this was not what they were expecting. It was insane. So for the whole first week, I, I right now I'm recording this podcast sitting in line at 452. So I'm, I'm trying to get in the game right now. So it's a perfect time to record this podcast. You know, so it's probably gonna take me about an hour and a half to get in. The queue times are going pretty faster. They're trying to um, open up more room and more capacity per server. So they're working on it. It's you know, it's only been out for a week. But I'm gonna read you guys some things from their website to kind of give you a little. You know, I'll I'll talk more in depth about these things as I get to them. 
so you guys understand everything that's in this game okay so you're on the miss i can't even say the island's name i'm sorry uh the mystical island of eight eight a-e-t-e-r-n-u-m calls for thousands of years the mysterious island of Eternum has been has been the source of fantastical legends and now you've found it shipwrecked with no supplies or allies You'll need to make your way into a dangerous world where the fundamental laws of life and death don't apply. Magic flows through the island. It brings life, miraculous healing, reanimation of the dead, strange flora with magical properties, and it brings horror, the power to cause untold destruction and the slow wasting of the soul through countless cycles of death and resurrection. In such a land, your destiny is whatever you make of it. Okay. As, and it's a huge world. If you guys have not seen the map, it is a giant map. I'm waiting for someone to time it running from one side to the other. I haven't seen that yet. Okay. A land shaped with magic. As you journey, you'll find creatures, plants, stones, and other resources that have been altered by the magic of Eternium. Uh, Eternum. Most important is the precious a Azoth. A strange blue substance that seems to be magic given form, which you use this stuff to like fast travel and hearth or stuff like that. And you can add it to your weapons for making it more powerful. Uh, fight the world. Wretched once human creatures twisted by centuries of death and revival infest Eternum, the corrupted, the ancient, and the lost. They and the angry earth, strange beings that seem more plant than animal, each have their own plans for the island and its magic. Uh, relics of the past. Eternum's mysteries run as deep and dark as its history. Delve into the world and uncover the secret of truth of the island and its millennia of strange inhabitants. Grow in power. From tattered rags to powerful hero, you'll grow in might, skill, and influence your adventure in Eternum. When and how you progress is up to you. Each gathered plant, tanned hide, slain foe, and completed quest will make you better at particular skill or weapon you're using and will also contribute to your overall character level. Now, I want to get into that real fast and how unique this game is. I want to get into like the... the, the the attributes, the leveling of your weapon. So, okay, everyone knows I'm, I'm a big, I've been playing World of Warcraft for many years. I keep going in, on and off of it recently. But when you pick a character in one of these games, you have to choose from the beginning what you're going to be before you even log in. Are you going to be a warlock? Are you going to be a warrior? Are you going to be a hunter? Are you going to be a ranged DPS? Are you going to be a melee DPS? You can change in this game at any time. So anytime you kill something, like me, I use a hatchet and a, and a um, great axe, a double-handed axe. Um, so anytime you kill something with one of those weapons, your weapon increases and you can unlock abilities for that weapon and make the weapon stronger. Now, if it comes down the line later, you want to start leveling up a staff or something like that to become a healer, you can do that. So later on, you can have gear stashed aside if you're in a group with somebody and like, hey, I can't find a healer. You can be like, hey, I already have healing gear. It's already leveled up. I can just heal this run. Boom, pop that on and go heal. You don't have to hop on a different character. It's just all one character. Now, when you level up, you get uh, attributes, you know, where you add to strength, dexterity, intelligence, focus, and constitution. Strength is basically the strength behind your weapon. Dexterity is, you know, guns, other weapons. Um, intelligence is like... The, I think the frost hand, so you can really do it. be like a frost mage type thing. Focus is more for healers and constitution is for overall HP. So you literally build your character how you like to play. So you build it like to what you want. You can respect at any time. You can, you know, if you messed up somewhere, you can respect, pay to respect and redo it all over again. 
um, with all the points that you've earned. So for me, I am a melee DPS. I use my hatchet for solo targets and I use my great axe for AOE, uh, area of effect for people that don't know, it's multiple targets. So my main, I'm only putting it into strength, which gives me more weapon damage and constitution, it gives me more health so I can survive more. You know, so it, I mean, it is absolutely insane how you can build your character. Then you have trade skills. I'm gonna go through this with you real quick. So when you're out in the world and you're questing and doing all this stuff, you have logging, mining, fishing, harvesting, and tracking slash skinning. Now, when you kill an animal, you skin it and you take the materials off it, the raw hide, other stuff you can use for build, you know, trading it and make some money, or you can use it towards like leather working and stuff like that, make some armor, among other things. Uh, logging, you can cut down trees. You, you know, you get the wood and all this other stuff. So you can build stuff, do this with, do that with it. Mining, mining, you know, iron, silver, gold, you know, for, again, you can use it for money. You can use it building stuff, whatever. Um, then you have fishing, obviously catch fish, food, blah, blah, blah. Harvesting, taking plants, such as, you know, they have like hemp and other things in there that you harvest. You can, again, sell it or use it. Because you have, um, you have, you know, you're refining, you have smelting, woodworking, leatherworking, weaving, stone cutting, and then you're crafting. You have weapon smithing, armoring, engineering, jewel crafting, arcana, cooking, and furnishing. Yes, you can, yes, furnishing. You can buy a freaking house in this game. I've always wanted that in an MMORPG where you can actually literally build a house. You can make furniture, put a couch in there. I already buy, bought a house in the main settlement in a Windsward, a little tiny house. And all the only furniture I have in there is I have two dogs on my porch chilling. I don't have any furniture yet. But there's so many things to do in this game. So many things. For example, I went on there last night. I knew I only had like an hour and a half to play. So you know what? I didn't want to really get into questing that much. But I knew my mining, my logging, and my skinning was a little bit low from where I wanted it because I got to a new area and I couldn't do anything. I spent an hour and a half running around, shooting rabbits, skinning them, chopping down trees, and mining boulders just to get that up. And I had so much fun. I wasn't even doing the quest chain. I wasn't even doing dungeons. I was just cutting down freaking trees, dude. And, and then I went back to town and there it, there are no vendors. You don't just go to a vendor, sell all your stuff like in WoW. You have to make money. You have to put it on the trading post and you, you sell it to other players. That's like the only way to make money. You don't just sell it to an NPC. It, it has to be traded among the players so they can use it to make whatever they want. It, it's There's so much involved in it. It's absolutely insane. Then you have the, the weapon master. I'm going to read this to you. This is what it says about weapon mastery. Using a weapon in combat against creatures results in gaining of XP for that weapon's mastery when, when those creatures are defeated. Every weapon in the game can be mastered. Each weapon mastery has two skill trees, and each skill tree has a selection of active abilities, passive modifiers, and bonuses that are exclusive to that weapon. Leveling your weapon mastery grants a point that can, uh, that can be spent to unlock one of these abilities, passes, or bonuses. However, it is not possible to unlock everything between both mastery trees, so you have to choose wisely. If you want to try out a different build for a weapon, you can respec its mastery trees in exchange for some Azoth. Uh, Azoth. We will dive deeper into weapon mastery in the future. However, you choose to fight, you'll need to forge and discover powerful weapons to fit your combat style. Whether battling in wars or other players or holding back waves of the corrupted, your combat skills will, me will mean the difference between life and death. That is one of the things I think is absolutely amazing. You're so in reality, there are kind of metas to this right now. Like my, like I'm using the hatchet and great axe. They say it's the best combo right now, but you, once you really get into it, once you really just dis discover what you are doing, you can 
customize your weapon mastery to your playstyle. Like you're not locked into having just one type of armor. There's there's light, medium, and heavy. You can literally mix and match these. You know, so if you want to keep your character a little bit lighter, so you can dodge roll, like you know, out of the way, um, you can. But you'll be a little more squishy when you get hit. Uh, you can make your character a little bit heavier, but you can't really get out of the way as much. You'll be a little bit slower when you're moving and dodging. It's all up to the way you play the game. It's the customization is amazing. You guys heard me talk about that in Blood Hunt, about the customization of characters and stuff like that. Just going, and this is like an actual like internal to your specific playstyle. This isn't just like customizing your character into like looking super cool, which you can do. There are a lot of skins in the game, and it's only the day one release. So there's a lot of things coming. So uh, choose your faction. At the core of the social side of New World are the three factions organizations of like-minded players and non-player characters with their own motives and schemes for the island's future within each faction players can form or join groups called companies which is like guilds your faction choice will determine who you fight with and against in pvp and can confer confer benefits if your faction or company controls settlements and territories you have the moritors which is green Living examples of the credo might make right or might makes right. The martyrs are a ruthless military force bent on establishing a free nation wherein anyone with the strength and determination to stake a claim can do so. They have the purple ones, the syndicate. Working in the shadows and dealing with secrets, members of the syndicate use their boundless guilt guilt? G-U-I-L-E and intellect in pursuit of forbidden knowledge. Then you have the Covenant. The Covenant is what we join on our server. Uh, it is divine champions who are driven by conviction and their faith in the light of the spark. The, the Covenant fights with righteousness and justice for struggling souls of all living things. So that you know, so it's cool. You join a faction, you try and control land, you get benefits when your faction uh, controls the land. You know, taxes are cheaper, things are just cheap. You know, trading's cheaper, uh, among other benefits um, uh, in that area. Uh, find your place. The three factions of Eternum continually vie for control of towns and territories, but common self-interest has led to a general truce within the walls of each settlement. Together, you and your fellow players will work to complete town projects and take advantage of shared refinement and crafting stations to produce goods. You have you even have the option of settling down by purchasing a house in a settlement or more, if that's your thing. Yes, sir. Uh, hone your craft forage for materials that will allow you to craft thousands of weapons armors and other goods which you can use yourself to or give friends or sell to other players the more you craft the stronger your crafting abilities will become rule the market each settlement in Eternum has its own player run market by the way if i'm if i'm mispronouncing Eternum, um i apologize if it's annoying you but that's the way i see it <laughs> so savvy artis artisans and resource barons can carve out their own niches within the economy uh, Real-time action combat. Arm yourself with brutal melee weapons, ranged artillery, or supernatural powers, and jump into New World's classless real-time action combat system. As you progress, you'll be able to determine what you want your gameplay experience to be like. Will you act as a protective shield on the front lines of battle? Will you sling spells to support your allies from a safe distance? Only you can decide. Oh, my gosh. As I'm reading this, dude, I can't wait to get back in this game. It is absolutely amazing. Well worth the money. If you have 30 bucks, dude, I highly suggest you go get it. Uh, combat attributes. Attributes are your character's core quality strength. I already went through that. Weapon mastery. I already went through that. Um, oh, expeditions. This is basically like dungeons. Expeditions are in instance uh, dungeons that take you and four allies to the farthest corners and deepest depths of the Eternum. 
To face daily foes and uncover truths about the island, your first expedition opportunity will open at level 25, which I just did. It's awesome. It's amazing. It's a lot of fun uh, with more waiting for you along your adventure. Uh, group combat. I haven't gotten to the PvP side yet, which is pretty cool right now because you can play with PvP off. Just do your quest, do your little missions. People can't mess with you. But in the future, when you're more comfortable and know what you're doing, when you're in a settlement, you can turn PvP on. So that way, when you're out in the world, people can attack you. Which I, I I hope people end up. I hope there's territory where like it's automatically on, but right now it's nice to have off while you're still learning the game. You're not just being ganked by everybody and being like you know uh, spawn trapped and stuff like that. So it is it is really nice. Uh, group combat outpost rush. Outpost rush is a max level instance PvP slash PVE game mode in which teams of twenty players from two com competing factions fight for control or fortifications and resources. Each outpost you hold. And every in any player you kill generates points for your team, and you can increase your team's chances of holding onto outposts by tracking down resources from points of interest in non-player enemies around the map. Uh, group combat invasions. The twisted armies of Aeternum will occasionally muster their forces to make an assault on a player-controlled territory. These invasions call call for groups of 50 max-level players to rally together and fight out the attacking waves of monsters. Uh, another group combat war. War is the pinnacle of PvP in New World. Uh, epic siege warfare at a massive scale with 50 player teams of attacking attackers and defenders fighting for control and victory. The outcome of each war determines which company controls interest. Uh, oh, the outcome of each war determines which company controls contested territory or settlements, which makes this a, a fight for Eternity's future. Those who control the towns control the resources and confer benefits to their fellow faction and company members. If the company currently controlling a settlement successfully defends all the invaders, they retain control of the settlement if the attackers are successful. However, they take over. Absolutely incredible game, guys. Like, in all honesty, I know you guys can go on there and read it yourself, but, dude, this game is honestly so freaking good. This is one of those games that we have been waiting for that I've talked about. It's a grindy game, but it's also a game that is literally, you can play at your own pace. You can pay it, play at a fast pace. People are trying to race to 60. I put out a tweet today that I literally was, I, I have just been doing my own thing. I haven't really been playing with too many people. I have just, I have honestly just been um, like doing my own quest line. I, you know, just finally got into the dungeon yesterday. It was a lot of fun. Got some really good gear. I'm level 26 at the moment. So almost halfway to 60, uh, level cap is 60, uh, but haven't really done any PVP. I haven't really been interested in PVP yet. I just been getting my crafting up and getting my, my logging and all this other stuff up. It, like I said, I, I logged in yesterday and literally, I literally just hung out for an hour and a half skinning, chopped down so many trees, chopped, you know, uh, broke so many boulders and sold all of it. And got a bunch of money, you know, and then instead of doing my crafting, which I'll do later today, it's it, there's you can hop on there. You can do a quest line. You can hop on there want to PvP. You can hop on there and want to do some dungeons. There's so many different things to do and build up your character. And then you can even, like, take time out and start leveling up other. It's like when I hit level 60, I'm not going to do it right now. Um, when, I, when I hit level 60, I'm going to start, in my meantime, free time, I'm going to start using other weapons, start leveling up, leveling up the other weapons. Because you know they're going to make little changes to it, so it might not be, like, the quote-unquote meta, but, like, figure out what you like to do. So, like, when we're in a dungeon, I usually use my great axe because every time I swing it, 
I'm hitting more than one person, and then my abilities allow me to do like whirlwind and stuff like that, and swing my axe around and hit every every enemy in that area. Versus with my hatchet, my hatchet's mainly for bosses in PVE because it's a single target fight. I do more damage and faster damage with it. So it, again, it comes down to your play style. People thought I was going to go range with the musket and stuff like that. It's kind of fun. I use the musket when I'm hunting for animals and stuff like that, which is another way to you know up your weapon experience and stuff like that. But I I like I like doing melee DPS in this game, which I was never really big in like World of Warcraft. I was never really a big melee guy. So I mean, trying out different things is is you know what it's all about in this game. And like I said, there's so much stuff to do. You, there's <laughs> Like, I, I can't wait to get on right now and start grinding again because there's stuff that I have to do. I have to get back on there. I have to level. I have to get my abilities up. I got to get my mastery up. I got to pick different. Um, I, I got to get more abilities because your weapons only get stronger as you go up because you unlock more abilities or you unlock things that are like uh, add-ons to your ability that, you know, like I, I have Berserker. I have Berserker on my hatchet, which puts me like a super cyan mode where I start swinging it faster and I move faster and I do more damage. But I just upgraded to where now when I go into Berserker, I have a passive heal going off for every time I do damage to them. So it also helps my healer out when I'm doing damage or I'm out in the world by myself. I, I don't take as much da I, I don't take as much damage. I'm getting healed every time I'm hitting somebody. So it's a really important thing to have. So you really have to focus on that as well and how you like to play your play your character. It's just to me, it's an awesome thing having so many choices. Like I mean, I haven't even tried PvP yet, but the way the the combat system works, it's not like World of Warcraft where you just right click on them and they just start spamming all your buttons and all your spells and all that stuff. You actually have to move around. You have to hold your right click to block. You have to shift, you know, sh hold shift to roll or dodge out of the way as they're going to swing at you and actually get out of the way. It's it's the the combat system is amazing. I can only imagine what it's like in in PvP. Um, you know, so I've seen a little gameplay of PvP. It looks like a lot of fun, but I mean, again, you don't have to get involved in that if you don't really want to. So it's it's an amazing game. I highly suggest you guys get it. I have not much else to say about it other than it is well worth the thirty dollars. If this game was sixty dollars, I would say it was worth it. But it's only thirty dollars right now on Steam. Um, it is it is one of those games that. I know I'm repeating myself, but it's one, it's one of those games we've been waiting around for a long time. We've been waiting for a game like this for a long time. I mean, WoW's been out for almost 20 years. It's been out for almost 20 years. Okay, I'm sorry. It's $40. My bad. It's $40 on Steam for the regular edition. It's 50 for the deluxe retail edition. I think you get like an extra skin or something like that. Uh, what's in the deluxe, deluxe edition? Uh, uh. Carve Your Destiny, all this other stuff. I don't know it's in the Deluxe Edition, but well worth it. Mixed reviews, I don't know about that. Probably people were just pissed off they couldn't get into queue. <laughs> I've heard nothing but good things about this game from everybody. It is grindy. It is very, uh, once you get into it and actually learn what you're doing, it gets better. The first like 10 levels, you're going to be like, dude, what the F am I doing? Once you figure it out and you understand what you're doing, you're going to love it. I promise if you're a WoW player, Elder Scrolls, Skyrim, it is a fun, fun game. If you guys played Valhalla, uh, any game like that, you're going to like it. Scum, any, any of those games, you'll enjoy it. But as for now, guys, I'm going to leave it at that. We're going to see where we get from here on out. Um, I'm hoping to hit 60 here in the next couple of weeks. I'm not really in a hurry. Again, I made that tweet earlier. I, I'm, I, I respect everybody trying to race for 60, get to the end game content. 
I'm just enjoying it. I'm still playing Apex. We hit master rank last season. We're going to try for it again this season. Uh, but right now, my time's invested in a new world. It's a change of pace game. It's really slow. I've really been enjoying it. Uh, Apex, I play when, you know, I wish I could fire up Apex while playing New World, but since they both use the same anti-cheat, it won't let me. Because that'd be great while you're in queue, go play some Apex or something like that. But server capacity should get better. Again, if you guys want to come play with us, when the servers are open up again and capacity's open up, we're on we're on US East Cal Nagor. Uh, that is spelled C-A-L-N-O-G-O-R. Our our company is called Realm Co. Uh, off of uh, Realm Royale, obviously. Uh, we are the Covenant faction, which is the yellow one. Uh, get with me if you guys want to come to our server, join our guild. You guys are all welcome. We'll get you an invite. Uh, I would love to have you guys come play with us. It is a lot of fun. If you have any questions about the game, you can always DM me. Uh, I will help you out the best I can, or I will get you into, into a chat with the right person that can help you out. So just let me know, guys. Let me know what you guys think of the game. Make sure you guys let me know on Twitter or anywhere else what you guys think. And again, thank you guys so much for sharing this podcast. I really do appreciate it. If any of your friends are curious about the game, make sure you send them this podcast. Thank you guys for sharing it on social media. I see it. I really do appreciate it. You are the reason why this podcast continues to grow. And also, do not forget, we're getting really close, guys. Go follow the Glock 9 show on YouTube. I'm going to start dropping some old episodes on there without the camera. We are going to start recording podcasts here pretty soon with video. I know you guys have been requesting it for a long time. I took it off YouTube for a little while to get the analytics up, but we are right where I want to be. We are going to get the YouTube or the YouTube going with video of the podcast for you guys that want that, or if you guys want to keep listening to audio, that's fine. But make sure you guys go subscribe to the YouTube channel, The Glock Nine Show. It's my ugly mug. There's no videos on there right now, but make sure you guys go check it out. I greatly appreciate it. Anyways, have a great rest of your week, everybody. I really appreciate it. As always, stay safe. Stay blessed, and I'll see you on the next one. Peace.